This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories of data and technology in the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of wholewhale.com. Thanks for joining us. Well, we've been talking a lot about conference season and different approaches uh, after last episode with Ritu, and I was at the Nonprofit Technology Conference in San Jose, and I thought, you know, it might be fun to actually just sort of be a fly on the wall on one of these conversations. So today's interview is with a great organization called Top Nonprofits and Amy DeVita, who is uh, a conference friend of mine. Uh, we discuss a couple cool tools that she's using. Uh, she's using Canva and using Bitly, uh, but you also sort of in the background hear the the general conference vibe of conversations going on, and I, it's a bit fun, and I hope you get something out of it hearing how our conversation just sort of evolved. Nonprofit Technology Conference with Amy DeVita, who is the managing partner at Top Nonprofits. How's it going, Amy? It's going great. How are you doing, George? I'm doing well. Uh, exciting conference so far, and I feel like we have to say a couple words that you have an amazing booth here. Oh, uh, well, we're really happy that I, I couldn't be happier that it did show up this year, so thank you. And since I've started in this direction, what is the Nonprofit Technology Conference? Why do you come to it? Um, well, the Nonprofit Technology Conference is the annual conference put together by N10 and um, n10.org. Uh, a lot of folks know the website and go there as a great resource. It's a wonderful community and the conference is the culmination of a whole year of the technologies that really help promote the, the nonprofit sector. So it's a great place to meet up with folks like you and other friends that I see regularly um, and about 2,000 attendees. So we get to hang out in sunny San Jose, and this is a perfect venue for Top Nonprofits because you guys are putting out resources uh, specifically for this audience. Uh, can you tell us a bit more, though, about what Top Nonprofits does? Sure. Um, so Top Nonprofits is a, a website. We're a digital resource for nonprofits and for the professionals who want to really learn more on their own. So we have great lists, the top 100 nonprofit organizations, top nonprofits on, uh, on social media. But a new list that we launched recently is the top 100 plus nonprofit management um, courses and degrees. So you might want to check those out. I, I can't spot. say. I can't <laughs> say. It's actually. Um, it's not so much a ranking, it, but it is a listing, and it's you can um, manipulate the list in search by state, so places that are close to you. So that's a great new list. Uh, oh, the great, the exciting new list that we launched was the top nonprofit websites. So you can check it out. Very interesting. I, I like it's so subjective, but it's also just. You know, you got to put yourself out there and say, look, here is something to model against. It's based on our internal criteria, but here it is. Ex exactly. Uh, certainly, we're we're not claiming to be the end-all, be-all in judgment. We're not all judgy, but well, you're a, little our, judgy. a little judgy. A little well, judgy. everyone's a little judgy. I'm going to judge you. You want your website oh, don't judged? Judge me. <laughs> yeah, we we see we would like to be judged. We think we're absolutely perfect. So if you could um, use us as your benchmark for perfect and perfection, yes, that yes. would be wise. Um, but 
in that, of course, was in jest. But in all honesty, our mission, as you can see from our tagline, really is to learn from the best leaders and nonprofit organizations. So it's really more about having being able to see what others are doing that could be, you know, an inspiration to you to help your organization and elevate its cause. That's fantastic. And what are the, some of the metrics that you find are helping you either gain the audience or increase engagement in that audience? What sort of things do you use to measure that? What do you look for? What we look for often is what are people searching for? Because obviously that means that there's a need and that's what publishing is about. Um, filling that need that's out there and providing people with the information that they're looking for. The difference between publishing today and 20-some years ago when I started in publishing is, it, well, there are many differences. Chiefly, the difference is that people get their information in a variety of different ways, um, things that didn't even exist just a few years ago. Case in point, I asked an executive director at a um, at a, an organization in Kansas, what she uses, what does she consider the resource, the, the Bible of the industry is what we used to call it um, for the nonprofit sector. So I was waiting to hear a title from something that you, you've known and heard about for years, and she said Twitter. Hmm. So. The Twitter.com? The Twitter. <laughs> so that's how she's getting her information, yeah. and that's what's really eye opening. Things have changed drastically. Totally. And so in this information economy, you're sort of curating from the audience, what are they searching for? How are they, you know, expressing their need? And then you're creating these lists and this type of content to say, hey, here is trusted material that you can you can access. Exactly. So in addition to the lists and my partner, Craig, who is the founder of Top Nonprofits, in addition to those lists, we also have came from his background in nonprofit management mission examples, so examples of mission statements, things that haven't been, that are definitely required for every organization, but may think about the last time you looked at your mission statement. Is it still accurate? Is it still something that people can relate to? So you're obviously also looking at internal traffic, so, you know, we can see how many sessions this particular page got and, you know, time on page and those type of, uh, those type of metrics that probably come up as well. Obsessively. <laughs> Not a little, a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, yes, I, as a publisher, I mean, our traffic and the quality of our traffic being um, is really important to our revenue stream. So we need to know, we need to follow that data and make sure we're maximizing the benefit of our clients. Mm -hmm. In addition to making sure that our editorial is maximized and benefiting the readers. Yeah, so how do you balance that need to be like, you know, top 50 cutest kittens used in a right. fundraising campaign versus like the titles you need to know to manage your internal IT staff slash something boring? It's got to be a mix, quite frankly. It's, you know, we're not BuzzFeed. We don't care to be the BuzzFeed of the nonprofit world, but we recognize that everybody needs a little BuzzFeed every day. So you can't always, you know, I'll, I'll work and no play makes George a very dull boy, oh, right? Such a jerk. Such a jerk. Such a jerk. Actually, that's how that phrase goes. <laughs> so we don't want we want George to be the swell guy that he is, and so for that reason, we try to mix it up. We um, 
uh, you'll see in our blog posts, you can check it out, where we might have a podcast or a webinar or just a straight, you know, straight regular text, um, text type of post, and just have additional links in there for somebody who wants to maybe take a deeper dive to use a whole, to use a whaling, I guess, terminology. I prefer all analogies going forward to be whaling or nautical. Okay, so nautical. Here to forward. That, show note. That sounds beachy. But you just mentioned uh, <laughs> something interesting. You had links and link tracking. Uh, I know that you use Bitly pretty effectively. Can you talk a little bit about how you're maximizing that tool uh, in your work? Sure. So, as I mentioned, basically as a publisher, so it's slightly different than a nonprofit, but you can, we'll, we'll take this and right, translate over. I'm responding or serving two masters, if you will, where one is the audience, so I want to make sure that what we are publishing is useful, and the other are our clients, so to make sure that their ads are getting the type of um, traffic that's useful to them. Using Bitly enables me to track the activity for any particular link. It might be a link within a post um, that is going to somebody's website, ideally. And um, this way we can see how frequently people are clicking on that to get more information and kind of draw some, some information, valuable information for our readers or for our clients on that end. So for a nonprofit, of course, you can utilize the same purpose, you utilize the same tool, and it can help show a little bit more of what your, the people who are visiting your website, let's say, what are their activities, do they have an interest in the, the information that you're publishing, let's say it's something about the gala, and there's a link to maybe get more information about the event or purchase tickets. You can track it and you can see what kind of activity levels. But what's really useful too is you can track it specifically and see what sources performed best for you. So perhaps you sent out information in an email, but you also have it posted on Facebook, and you also have it on your website. Um, you've also tweeted it. So with Bitly, you literally can tag each of those and see which performed, I don't want to say better, but you can you can certainly monitor how they performed. Yeah. As soon as you start getting cross-platform and multi-channel, you're, you're really saying like, oh my gosh, look at all these loose threads. And if you're trying to say, we delivered X value for you, fundraiser, or we said, how are we really measuring engagement uh, when content has left our site in some ways or the message has left our site on social? You're using that inside of Bitly to aggregate it together. Do you have like a Bitly Pro or are you? We just use the regular, the free model, model, you know, the good old, it's very simple. I, it's lovely. I just go to Bitly and it, there's my dashboard. It's right there. It's fast. It's awesome. Um, so I'm able to really just also tag them all if it's a particular client and keep them all together can provide reports easily makes life pretty simple it's awesome so another tool that i know you all use and by the way i really do like your branding it's clean clear uh flat material design doesn't make my eyes want to bleed so that's like awesome the the, the use of Canva, and they recently came out with canva.com slash nonprofits, which is the free business profile. For those not familiar with Canva, uh, what is it and how are you using it? Sure. Um, well, another big important goal for us is to make sure your eyes do not bleed. <laughs> uh, but seriously, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that doesn't happen. Uh, we did recently redesign, and our it's important for us to have our site aesthetically. 
set up in a way that makes people feel kind of relaxed. Generally, our audience is wearing a couple, at least a couple different hats and very busy days with all the important work that they do. So I would like them to have kind of a calm, aesthetically pleasing place to get information when they're on their own time. Um, so that said, yes, Canva is an important tool I use constantly. It's, I think it's almost always open on my on my computer, on my screen. What it is, is a graphic tool, um, an image, easy image maker. I call it the poor man's Photoshop. So consider me the poor man <laughs> without the Photoshop. And basically, it provides you a very easy and inexpensive way to create graphics for your site, for your social media, for presentations, um, you name it. They've really increased their opportunity or increased their offering. As you know, George, uh, really images, the right images can help increase awareness and attention as well as really response rates. So it's important to have not just images, but good images. Generally, using a lot of stock photos is bad. You mean those five people sitting around the business table celebrating business success? Yes. JPEG is not the way to go? That, although you might be inclined... What about businesswoman formal making cell phone call? JPEG. Right. With that's the, a good one. The flip phone? <laughs> yes. That is, that's one of my favorites, but you know, I've had to, I've had to really take a few steps away from that and come up with something different. Um, and so what you can do are take photos of, take photos on your own or um, create things that are, once you have the photo, or even if you do have a nice stock photo, you can improve upon it. Um, so. What we did was we redesigned, we put together a color palette. This isn't, this is outside of Canva, but you get your own visual um, style guide, set it up. And props to my partner, Craig, because this was all his doing. And um, put together, you keep your, you keep your colors, your primary colors and your secondary and complementary um, keep those close at hand. They're post noted on my desk and you can really play around. Um, and when you're in Canva, you can use those colors. You can just type in the, I don't know what the digit is. The hexadecimal number, yeah. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. So you type that in and it makes that color perfect and it goes with your brand and it's wonderful. So Canva is, for those of you who are not aware, canva.com. You can go on and for free, um, they have a freemium model and I actually do splurge and I just upgraded to like the pro. Yeah, I'll tell you about the bells and whistles with that. But just in the free model alone, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of it. Um, it you can either put in custom sizes to create your own graphic, or you can, they already have the templates and the sizes set up for the most popular social media channels and other important sizes. So check it out. You're able to download into a JPEG, a PNG, or a, um, or a PDF, and really it's gone along gotten a lot of mileage out of it. So once you've got your images, you can download them, you can put them into your social media, Hootsuite, which is another wonderful tool, um, and schedule your little heart out. It's fabulous. Now it's great because it, it gives it gives design ability to non-designers. There's so much of an expectation on that person who has to do all of the things. Mm -hmm. 
to then be like, yeah, of course, you're a designer. Make, you know, literally a graphic image a day for every single platform or post. Mm -hmm. It's really fantastic with the templates you can set up. And that keeps you, keeps you out of trouble for the most part, though. Obviously, you can still mess it up. It does. And with the, the freemium or with the, the more professional version, I forget what it's called, for the next model up, level up, you're able to actually store um, your colors. You're able to store a lot of information so you don't have to go back in and redesign. So it is a good time saver, and I say it's worth the extra $10 a month. It's not too expensive. It's not breaking the bank. Um, so with Canva, you can really create collateral materials, too, presentations. It's awesome. Awesome. And this is not paid for by Canva. No, it's... But I really agree. Just the, these types of tools that may get overlooked, and you're like, is it worth it? And you're hearing how Amy's getting a tremendous value out of as we move back into you know the, the work that you guys are doing, any fun plans for 2016 as you guys are uh, looking to reach breadth and depth of your product? Well, we I can't nothing that I can actually share with everybody at the moment, but I can certainly encourage you to continue watching us. Um, there are a couple. We've this is kind of a hint. We have recently also launched. Um, the top nonprofit books on marketing, the top nonprofit books on um, fundraising, and those were compiled by suggestions from folks, folks who are here actually at the show, but people everybody knows, household names in the in the nonprofit sector. So those have been fabulous. Um, the other big thing that's coming up that I can talk to you about is. Purpose Meets Profit, which is going to take place this summer. That'll be July 19th in Patterson, New Jersey. And along with um, a friend of mine at Give Marketing, we are putting together a day of conference and workshopping that is focused on doing well by doing good. It's really inspired by the works of Bruce Birch, who is serving as an advisor to us as well. And it's just going to be an incredible day where we're bringing folks um, from both the for and the nonprofit side together to discuss how we can each strengthen um, strengthen our organizations and our businesses by working together and doing well by doing good. So it's an exciting day and hope many of you can join us. Great. And uh, date George again will be on there. there. Oh, yeah, George will. George will come. George. And you can see George there. Um, it's, it's Tuesday, July 19th. So if you're not away on vacation, we would love for you to come. Vacation in Patterson, New Jersey. Patterson, New Jersey, home Patterson. of Silk City, the Great Falls. Have you been? And if that's not it's, enough. You've got the Great Falls, of New, the Great Falls of New Jersey. Yes. All right, Amy, thank you for taking the time and uh, talking through some of those tools. And, of course, people should absolutely check out Top Nonprofits. I mean, you guys have podcasts, you have webinars, you've got content, you've got top 50 kittens raising money? Ooh, maybe. Do no, it. not yet. Oh my gosh, you heard it here so. first. I'm allergic. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But the one thing we don't have is the top, the best nonprofit conference list, which oh George boy. put together. Kind of so, yes. tells me you're going to have something soon. Well, <laughs> well, well I think we're going to share yours. Okay. So. Shares these. Yes. All right, Ver verbal contract. Yes. All right. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you, George.
So I hope you enjoyed this fun, quick interview that we had. And again, that was just, you know, one of, you know, tons of conversations I had while walking around the conference, talking to people about how they use practical tools and ways to help their organization. I love the tips on Canva, you know, canva.com slash nonprofits has that, you know, free resource that you can use. And it's helpful for expressing the visual identity of your organization in a branded way, because you know what? People do judge you by the cover of your book, of your social, of your website. And so giving the amateur artist among us who's you know expected to create tons of graphics in addition to your regular job, the ability and, and power with uh, that tool to professionalize it, super helpful. Of course, Bitly, great tool for tracking all these links, especially as you share on social. And one quick tip I love is adding a plus sign after any Bitly link to see the stats on it, whether or not you created it. So that's a, that's a fun pro tip for you. As always, show resources, we have them. This is episode 49. You can find that at wholewhale.com slash podcast. Hope you enjoyed this one. Again, all of our music provided by Greg Thomas. Thanks, Greg. This has been Using the Whole Whale. For more resources on today's show, please visit wholewhale.com slash podcast and consider following us on Twitter at wholewhale. And thanks for joining us. Also, I'd like to add a little postscript here for those of you who like to listen to things, even though they seem like they're done. Uh, for the very first Whole Whale U live event, where it was like an on-the-ground event, you know, we were pretty nervous about not enough people showing up. The inverse happened, actually. So here are some quick geeky stats from our event. You know, we had 281 tickets sold. Uh, roughly 80%, I'd say, were probably at the free partner level for past clients and other partners. Uh, the event was at $15 uh, price point. We had uh, roughly 50% of our sales occur in the first two weeks, um, thanks to our partners' announcements. And then uh, eventually we had about 140 to 150 people in attendance, which was fantastic. So uh, a little over 50% of the overall tickets that were out there uh, were actually sort of redeemed in there. Uh, we did a pre-event survey that had 58 responses, and then the post-survey form had 62 responses. Uh, we also incentivized that response back uh, with a $15 discount. Uh, to our new social media course. So those were the geeky stats and it went really well and it was amazing and they drank a ton of beer uh, and a good time was had by all. All right, that was your update.